You are welcome to another exciting episode of CADA Matters. CADA Matters is an awareness-raising program of CADA. CADA is an acronym for Church Against Domestic Abuse, a UK-based charity working to prevent and end domestic abuse, especially in Christian homes. Listen to this episode with Gracilis so as to build healthy relationships and keep your home and relationships abuse-free. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Hello, Irene, good evening. It's always a pleasure to see you. And um, good evening to everyone. Yes, it's time for business. I'm putting on my glasses so I can see. <laughs> You're all welcome again. It's another episode of Kada Matters. And this evening, we're discussing something very serious. It involves every one of us. It's not only the women that are concerned about body image. I can tell you that for real. Many men on some of the WhatsApp group I'm on, if you put up an image of a supposed looking sugar daddy image you get them saying oh my six pack had turned to zero pack <laughs> so this evening we've asked um, an expert to speak to us and then uh, and without much ado i'm going to ask her to introduce herself she's got one minute to do it i'm sure she'll be able to do a good job so margaret some people want to know why did they have to listen to you why are you the one to speak so this is the time to defend yourself let them know you're welcome thank you for um Honoring our invitation. Thank you. Okay. Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon, depending on where you're watching us in the world right now. And um, thanks so much, Grace, for, you know, inviting me onto the program today. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, my name is Margaret Ayeni, and um, I'm a mom of three uh, beautiful children, married. I live in the northwest of England. And uh, just as my sister has said that, why um, do people think I should be the best person to speak on this topic today? Well, I've got a wide range of uh, experience in different areas. My background is nursing, midwifery, um, community, child development, and I've had um, a lot of experience dealing with individuals and families with children. So I've worked in various acute and community settings, both here in the United Kingdom and also in Nigeria. And based on my experience, I see things every day. I read about things and um, it's just an interesting topic. Uh, and just as my uh, beautiful sister Grace has said tonight, uh, domestic abuse is not something that deals with just only women alone or just men alone. It concerns every single person. Yes. Grace, you're looking beautiful tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm getting shy. This is helping my body image, you know. Someone said a video of mine. I was like, hmm, Grace, you've added weight. Any which way? Well, so uh, when we say body image, Margaret, what do we mean by body image? And then what are the factors that actually affect one's body image? And what is the role of, I know this is lots, what's the role of relationships in the development of body image? Yeah. So when we talk about body image generally, our body image, um, it comprises of a person's thought, feelings, you know, the way they think and feel about their own body and the way they perceive their own body. So we've got two key elements here when it comes to body image. We are talking of a person's perception about his own physical body and his own feeling about his body image. 
So that's one thing that has to do with uh, body image. And there are four aspects when we talk about body image generally. We're talking about the perceptual aspect and then the affective aspect and the behavioral aspect and also the cognitive aspect. I would break this down a little bit. So the perceptual aspect is the way we see ourselves. You know, the way we view ourselves sometimes might not be the way people view us. And sometimes people might not see us in certain lights, but the kind of aura that we emit might make people to start seeing us in that light. So that's the perceptive, the way we see ourselves. And uh, with the affective one, this is the way we feel about ourselves. You know, human beings, the way we are made up, we are never satisfied. There's always tendency to want to compare yourself with somebody else, not realizing that we are all different. Even our DNA is different. Even our finger um, thumb, our fingerprint is different. So everybody's different. Right from pregnancy, you can see a lot of moms, they say, oh, I experience pregnancy differently. Even if you have like three children or you've got 10 children, each of the pregnancies will be different because these are different, unique individuals. You might have all girls, all boys, they will all be different pregnancies the way you would feel. It just shows you, you know, that uniqueness God has put in us right from when we're in utero. So, so, you know, the way we definitely perceive ourselves is very, very important when it comes to body image. And then the way we feel ourselves, as I explained, is also very important. And cognitive-wise, the way we think about ourselves is also very important. Because when people are dealing with low self-esteem, definitely it will affect your body image. You know, you don't think highly of yourself. When you are in a crowd of about 100 people, you think like, oh, nobody wants me here. Nobody wants to see me. I should just stay right behind. Or oh, I'm not wearing something nice. Maybe if I spend a few pounds more, I'll look better. So, and, and the truth that some people don't realize is that even if you wear a million pound dress and you don't feel good about yourself, it will affect you. It doesn't matter what you wear. You might wear a cloth from, um, you know, charity shop. It's the way you carry your image, the way you feel about yourself. You might wear a second-hand cloth, and if you feel good about yourself, you feel positive, you carry yourself in good light, people will come up to you and ask you where you bought that dress. They won't, nobody would know it was a second-hand dress. So, and also with the behavior, you know, when it comes to body image, our behavior is the, is, is, is the way we, we think, we do things in relation to the way we look. Um, it's all interrelated. Like some people will say, oh, I can't do this particular sport because I, I, I'm too slim or uh, I'm, I'm on the heavy side. I can't do this. I can't do ballet dance because I feel I'm on the heavy side. Ballet is only for slim people. Who says that? I've seen actually ballet dancers that, you know, they, they are, of, you know, on the big side and they carry themselves well. I'm talking about body image. I've seen people that, you know, they're on the heavy side and they run faster than people that are slimmer. So it's the way you perceive yourself, the way you do things. Okay, look at all these um, uh, bodybuilders, the weightlifters and, you know, uh, women that do the heavy lifting and the weight building. They're on the heavy side, but they do a lot of things that slimmer women will not be able to do. 
So it's the way you perceive yourself. It's just like getting into a pool of water. If you distract yourself from the fact that, oh, once I get into this water, I will sink. You won't sink. But as long as your mind is focused on that water, you will sink. But if you take your mind off that water, you won't sink. You just float and you swim well. So, you know, these are the things that affect our body image, um, one of the factors that does affect it. And part of the things that do affect it, uh, apart from all these four things that I've mentioned, is also family. Okay. Family, environment, okay. social media. Because, and um, I'll start with the family first. There's a lot of uh, factors affecting it. But part of the family, it all starts from a child's upbringing. You know, when children are very, when they start growing, you see some families, they, um, some people talk to their children negatively. Oh, you, this child, you eat too much. Oh, she won't stop eating. So things like that could affect you know, the way the child perceives his body image because the child would end up having like low self-esteem thinking, oh, uh, I think I eat too much. The confidence is not there. So, and then some families will say, oh, they start comparing that. Look at your friends, look at your cousins. They look prettier. Maybe you need to do more about yourself. So all those things are not helpful in families. Then we've got also the social media. We are all on social media these days. And social media, it has its positives and it has its negatives. As long as we are able to filter the positive sides of social media and, you know, we try and delete the negatives of social media because it's like, um, it's like you know, when we talk about social media, it's like you being between the devil and the deep blue sea. That's why I see social media. It's like a two-edged sword. That's what social media is. So we just need to filter it and, you know, try and use the positive sides of it. So with social media, a lot of people do compare themselves with celebrities. They compare themselves with models, with artists, with musicians, with, you know, and forgetting that these people are not the way you see them. And we'll, we'll go back to that aspect when, when we'll talk more about that. So also one of the things also that we'll be discussing about is also peers. The attitude of peers, it influences the pressures of peers. It influences the way uh, we view our body image, not only with children, even in adults. Like sometimes when you're in a social gathering, Especially we women, you'll be thinking, oh my God, I think I need some boob jobs. I don't have enough boobs. This dress would have fitted me better. Look at that lady going. Or, oh, maybe my, if my waist was slimmer, I would have worn this dress. Or probably maybe if I was taller, I would have done this. Or maybe I should have used what high heel. You know, so you have all, and just like you said, Grace, earlier, with men also, men will be thinking, oh, I wish I had six packs. Maybe this uh, tuxedo would have fitted me better. Or oh, I, I wish I was taller. I wish, you know, I had a slimmer face or I had more mustache or something. Or, or I, I wish I wasn't bald and I had hair, you know, things like that. Men to have their own things that they talk about. So these are the things that does affect people. Thank you so much, Margaret. I mean, you've mentioned some things. You said that there are four things, you know, that primarily sort of like affects our body image, where we look at the cognitive um, perspective and we also look um, basically at our attitude. And I think the fourth thing you have also mentioned 
um, you've talked about um, our body, the way we feel about ourselves. Um, I think that it, it's good that you've said all these things because by the time you're telling us about the family, you're telling us about uh, our friends, our peers, the social environment, all those are different relationships that we have at different times that could affect our body image. I know as I began to research about this topic, because the, the first thing I actually was thinking of when I was thinking about body image was just thinking about domestic abuse and maybe someone who is sexually abused. We mean to look at, especially when it's a female, looking at her body as useless and, you know, feeling somehow about her body. And I'm not just saying sexually abused outside. I'm talking about sometimes people facing sexual abuse in their marriages. And well, as I began to look at it, and then another thing I was actually looking at was domestic abuse. When people get emotionally abused, as in they are called names, you know, as part of um, an abusive pattern going on, that this can affect our uh, image. And you're saying here already that even right there in the family, um, we have things that could happen that could cause one's body image to be affected. And before I ask the question, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who has joined us today. Thank you. Duro Jala Beke, who has just joined. Thank you, Dr. Gugwa. Thank you, Yinkas. Thank you, Irene and Zakira Collections. I do appreciate you all for joining us. It's going to be short and snappy. So I'm going to ask uh, Margaret to tell us how domestic abuse, you know, affects our body image, especially when one is subjected to like physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. If you look at those three types of abuse and the way they would affect one's body image briefly, please. Thank you. So when we talk about domestic abuse, as Elia mentioned, domestic abuse is um, it's something that when people hear about domestic abuse, they might automatically think that maybe it's something that occurs between a man and a woman. No, domestic abuse is something that can occur between anyone, whether a man and a woman, between two ladies, men. It could occur between parents and their children, children to the parents. And in domestic abuse situation, we always have the victim and the perpetrator. When we talk about the perpetrator, this is the person that is actually carrying out this domestic abuse to somebody else. This is the initiator of this domestic abuse. And then when we talk about the victim, this is the other individual on the receiving end of it. And in domestic abuse situation, it might involve maybe just one individual or a collection of people. So sometimes in domestic abuse situation, it might not just involve only one person. It might be like group of people that are the perpetrators towards a group of victims on the receiving end. So, you know, that's what domestic abuse is all about. And we have three different aspects of domestic. Actually, we have lots more aspects of domestic abuse. But for the purpose of uh, the program this evening, I'll be touching on just three different aspects. We've got lots. So I'm talking of the physical, the emotional, and the sexual. So there are other aspects of which I won't talk about, the financial and other aspects I won't talk about tonight. So on the physical abuse, the physical abuse, this is when, when it occurs when somebody actually inflicts somebody or group of people, like I mentioned earlier, inflicts injury or harm on the other person or group of people. This could include like hitting, punching, slapping, you know, it's anything by force. It's like a forceful harm on the other person or group of people. So with this physical abuse and the way it affects the body image, imagine in a situation, in a relationship, 
like I, I'm as I mentioned earlier on, the relationship could be between parents and their children, um, male and female, husband and wife, friends, anyone. So anybody involved in this issue of physical abuse, the victim on the receiving end, after a prolonged period of time, this victim might, might um, start experiencing, you know, side effect, like on a side effect or ripple effect of this physical abuse. Because after a very long time, this physical abuse eventually leads to emotional abuse for the person. Apart from this person or collective individuals uh, incurring scars or injuries from this physical abuse, mm -hmm. it affects their psychological and emotional well-being. So this is leading into the emotional um, abuse I'll be talking about in a bit. So in relationship where there were physical abuse and this person has injuries all over themselves, they might not be able to wear the kind of clothes that they want. Imagine um, your friends asking you to come out for swimming. This is a child that has just been abused by the parents. Or this is a woman that has just been abused by the partner. And your friends are telling you, oh, the weather is warm. Like right here in the UK, temperature is about 22 degrees today. So warm. I don't know how you feel today, Grace. It's very warm here. So, you know, on a warm day like this, your friends ask you, oh, let's go to the swim bath. Let's have, you know, some swimming or things like that. And you are so ashamed. You can't expose your body because you've been battered. You've been bruised by your partner. Or that boy or that girl cannot go out with his friends for swimming because the parents have, you know, they've had inflicted injuries on them. So these are the ways that physical abuse can affect our body images. The person consistently will keep hiding, you know, wearing covering clothing. You don't want to wear whatever. But even when the weather is very warm, you'll be dressed up like it's, you know, winter time instead of wearing things that will make you feel better. So as Elia uh, mentioned, the physical abuse eventually progresses into emotional abuse over a period of time. And you find this person increasingly becoming quiet. The person would withdraw. And this person will eventually, gradually over time, lack confidence. You know, sometimes I've come across people, very beautiful ladies, you know, good looking men, but they're just quiet. You see them withdrawn. They're like in their own world. They don't socialize properly. Again, this is affecting their body image because they are not able to function to the optimal in the society. So, and this has a lot of ripple effect on the mental health eventually. You see people looking vacant. I keep wondering, this person is not here with us. They're always vacant. They can't function properly. And you keep asking yourself, why? Why is this person like this? They've got lots going on. And it's all down to the ripple effect of this emotional abuse and um, their mental health. With the emotional abuse, the perpetrator has a controlling, you know, behavior on the victims. You know, they, they, they force them to do things without their will. It's a control. They, they, they name them, they shame the victims, they blame them, criticize, uh, tell them things that, oh, you are too big, or you are too skinny, or your chest is flat, or you don't have any hair on your head, 
or <laughs> you know all sorts of naming and shaming and criticism oh you're not tall enough you should go to where your friends are you know where your mates are or, or your feet is too wide and then the person becomes body conscious oh my friends have said my feet is too wide. My partner said my feet is too wide. I can't, I can't put on that sandals. I can't put on that slippers. I can't show off my toes. It's summertime. I can't wear this. People will see it. And whereas there might be nothing wrong with that feet. And even if your feet is wide, you have to embrace it. Love it the way it's wide. That's uniqueness. That's you being you and nobody else. As Elia mentioned, we all have... Different, you know, we have a unique DNA. Even the thumbprint is different. So the third aspect of emotional abuse that we're talking about is the sexual abuse. This sexual abuse, again, it also can be referred to molestation. You know, molestation abuse. And it's cool. It's definitely from one person to the other. Again, it can be a group of people to a group of perpetrators to a group of victims. It doesn't necessarily mean one person. This sexual abuse, we see it in a lot of cases. Cases of, you know, uh, kidnapped victims, where you see a lot of things, robberies, all sorts of things. Even in the home, partners, husbands and wives, you know, for the fact that you are married or you have a partner, it doesn't give that person the, um, it doesn't give that person the authority to rape you. It still has to be consensual. So, and then sexual abuse is not only maybe rape, it's in terms of even by touching somebody in an indecent way without their consent. That's also less sexual abuse because sometimes people just refer sexual abuse as just rape alone. It's not necessarily rape. You might just touch somebody in an indecent way without their approval. And how even, you know, just the image then, I said, how does um, someone who's you know, who is facing sexual abuse? How, how is their body image affected? Yeah. So with somebody facing sexual abuse, their body image is affected in a way that they could suffer from bruises and they could suffer from potentially after a long period of time, low self-esteem. And then they see themselves as worthless. Nobody wants me. Even when they pull out of the relationship, they find it difficult to trust. Some people you'd observe, they coil up when they sit. It's, they just coil up. They recline in. It's lack of trust. They find it difficult to trust people. And as mentioned earlier, there could be bruises all over the body. And some people, again, it will affect the kind of clothes they will put on when somebody has been sexually assaulted and at the same time, there could be physical abuse, you know, interlinked during the sexual abuse because everything is interwoven with the physical, the emotional and the sexual. It can be interwoven. In most cases, people that experience sexual abuse experience three, both these three abuse at the same time, the physical, emotional and the sexual. Most people experience um, these three different kinds of abuse, especially the sexual abuse victims, they end up experiencing all three at the same time, which affects, it plays a huge impact on their mental health. So that's one of the ways that it can affect a sexual abuse um, victim. Thank you so much, Margaret. Um, it, it's really um, interesting all that you've been saying tonight because interestingly, as you've been talking, you've actually been um, answering 
so part of my next question because what i could have been asking um you is what exactly then do we look at the uh, at the negative as it were consequences of um this how how do this um this whole thing how does it affect someone negatively and, and you've spoken to us already how this really happens and how people facing different kind of abuse will have negative consequences on their body image so i'm just wondering someone listening to us tonight now who is facing any individual struggling with their body image you know struggling to regain confidence people do several things i know that because um your son, I know people could be coming to me because you are sort of like a conveyor, a distributor of Juice Plus. You didn't say that at the beginning, but I'm saying it now. So mother has, um, she also runs a side business that um, deals with like some supplementary products. And if you follow Margaret, you get to see so many of the wonder working miracles of those products. You find <laughs> from size 16, moving on to size 8. And, and just like one word that I said, you can move from size 18 to size 8. It, it, it first needs to be inside you. You know, you have yeah. to have the right kind of body image so that if you move from size 8 to size 2, or you move from size 16 to size... If you don't have that body image, if you don't develop it well, then that's a problem. And, and, and I know that society has got, you know, there are several parameters in which they need to define beauty and the way that people should look like. So I'm just wondering, Margaret, um, what should an individual struggling with body image do for us? I'm looking at our time. What, what, what can they do? And then you also said something about body image, talking about parents, you know, making with marks, uh, which I think every parent here should actually go, go back home with. Is there any other thing you think? that parents can do also to help build up the body image of their children. So if you could just answer these two questions in one. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So um, for individuals struggling, you know, with their body image, one of the advice that I would, the first thing, both individuals and children, the first thing I'll be advising is avoid being preoccupied with social media. Avoid being preoccupied with social. Social media is good. But it's a two-edged sword, Just as mentioned. Someone yeah. has put on the chat, no sound for now. Can you hear us now? Can everybody hear us? Could, could, if you could hear us, can you just give us a thumb up, please? Can everyone hear us? If you can hear us, just give a thumb up or wave, please. Because if you're not hearing us, then there's a problem. Please give us a wave if you are hearing us. Okay, I can see someone. <laughs> okay, okay, then you can continue, please. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, with individuals struggling with their with their body image, uh, the advice I'll be giving is individual or children avoid social media. It's very very important. Avoid being preoccupied. Sorry, by social media. Social media is good, but it's a two edged sword. So we need to only filter the positive side of social media and avoid the negative side of it then learn to appreciate your own beauty it's very important the moment you understand i'm taking notes. That that's you... what i'm doing people i'm taking notes. okay okay learn to appreciate your own beauty the moment you understand that you are a unique individual then you you will stop comparing yourself with others as individuals, we have that tendency of comparing ourselves with others. I'm also guilty of it, but I try not to preoccupy myself with it. 
I, I appreciate people a lot, but I just appreciate people, you know, for who they are and that's it. And I, I try not to compare myself with others because I've come to embrace my own beauty. I've come to embrace the fact that I'm unique and beautifully and wonderfully made. And myself, I can be me and nobody else. Nobody can be me. It's just one me. So, and then learn to, you don't rely on others to boost your confidence. You need to learn to love yourself first. You can't give what you don't have. I always say this to people. Don't build your happiness on other people. You need to love yourself first. It's when you love and appreciate yourself first. You know, and part of the ways of loving yourself and appreciating yourself first is by thanking God for even your life. Thanking God for your existence. Thanking God for who he has made you to be. Because we all have different stories in life. We are all coming from different lanes. Diff we are on different lanes, coming from different places. We have different stories to tell. So the, the, the more, you know, heart of gratitude that you have, the more love you have for yourself. So when you have that self-love, you appreciate your uniqueness and you appreciate your own beauty, then it will help you regain your confidence. And always remember, there's no perfect individual. Nobody is 100% flawless. If you see anything on social media, all the pictures of the celebrities, the artists, the musicians, most of it is Photoshop. That's the truth. They won't tell you. Even some people, when they put pictures on Instagram, Facebook, they have to Photoshop it first before posting it. I always tell my children, I said, oh, God forbid, I'll never Photoshop my pictures. I'll always put myself the way I am because I want people to recognize me when they see me out there. Some people, when you go past them, you know, in reality, you won't recognize some people because they are different from how they look on social media. It's not needed because all these things, after a long period of time, it impacts on your mental health. Just appreciate, embrace your uniqueness. That's the advice. And take care of yourself. Don't feel guilty of looking after yourself. Some people can't look after themselves properly. They always think of every pound or every naira or dollar they have to spend on themselves. You are special. You need to spoil yourself. Take care of yourself. Don't be apologetic about it. Take time to have meditation and just look after it. Feel good. So that's the advice I will give. And then to children also. With children, I always tell my children that puberty is natural. It's normal. It's part of you know, childhood development when you're going through puberty. And when you are going through puberty, so many things happen. So you need to speak to your children about stages of puberty. So they hear these things from you. As parents, sometimes we are very, very tired. We are very busy with life. But you need to take time to explain stages of puberty to your children. They need to learn from you. Otherwise, they pick up the negatives from outside. When you prepare their minds about uh, puberty stages, then they know what to expect. And then don't always speak up on your child's physical appearance. Instead, praise them on their skills, on their intelligence, on the things that they're able to achieve and, you know, things like that. And also talk nicely, say lovely things to them. You, oh, I, oh, I love you. You're looking beautiful. Oh, I love this. Oh, you're, oh, that's lovely. You can do more. You know, just positive words. Don't use negative on children. Again, it has a long way of damaging them emotionally too. So these are the things I'll be advising. And also when we're talking about body image, you know, in helping children think positive about themselves, 
Don't talk about calories with children. Instead, talk about healthy meal options with children. And when it comes to healthy meal options, include the whole family. Don't concentrate on just one child. Include the whole family. Pick healthy meal options in the shops. So that's the advice I'll give. Because when you start talking about calories, it's like uh, the child will feel, you know, like you are targeting him or her about things. And then you also talk about, you know, when you remind your children again, that social media, you know, the images they see there once again, they are not all reality. So these are the advice I would give to people Thank and you. children. Thank you so much. That is so much. I have taken some notes. I've put up some notes for those of us wanting to remind ourselves um, it's a lot margaret has said to us tonight i said accepting yourself self-love don't be afraid to pamper yourself i mean i think uh, elizabeth here is into i believe mary Kay. there are so many of our black sisters who are doing things with mary Kay. things you can do with your skin to look better there's nothing wrong in consulting some of them and some of them actually do free consultations to tell you your skin type, tell you the kind of cream. I mean, it's not every cream we should just, you know, just quickly buy the cream. It's two pounds. Just check one want to buy. We, we buy them based on price. Sometimes you need to spend some money to make sure that your skin is looking good. It's the best thing is coming out of, out of the skin. And some of those things are some of the things that can help our, our body confidence really. And to be honest, if you don't love yourself, and that's what we always preach here, self-love self is the first love really is the only love you can give. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to love other people. And then when people say some things that are horrible to you, you quickly internalize it. But if you love yourself, it's almost like a, a, a dog being poured water. You shake it all off and remind yourself, like Margaret has said, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Before we go, we've run out of time. Margaret, do you think the Bible says anything about body image, weight gain, weight loss, and what's your experience with um, the products you, you market? What's your experience with that and people? Okay. So the Bible, you know, the Bible, I was, um, the part of the verse I love most in the Bible, I'll just read it out, is um, Genesis 1, 26 to 27. It says, God said, let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness. You are not on your own, but you were bought by a price. That's First Corinthians 6, 19, 20. So the first thing that we ought to be thinking about is that we are beautifully and wonderfully made. We've been made in the image of God. So no matter what people say about you, the first thing that should come to your mind is, I've been made in the image of God, in the image of my creator, according to Genesis 1, 26 to 27. And if God loves you first, no matter what people say, it doesn't matter. As long as you love yourself, you know, you have that self-love, then you won't get carried away whatever anybody tells you. And also, uh, in regards to my product, I'm aware that we're running out of time. And I won't talk too much. So with the products that, um, that I promote, I promote healthy living around the world. I'm a Juice Plus representative, and it's part of my side business. I believe in multiple stream of income. Yeah, apart from me working full-time as a, a specialist nurse, I also do my side business in Juice Plus. And I've been in this business now for almost 18 months now. I've been using the product for the past three years, over three years. April this year was over three years I came across this amazing product. So I've got my product here. I've got the premium capsules. 
These premium capsules, they contain over 30 different kinds of fruits and vegetables. You might ask me why premium capsules. It's because these capsules are organic. They've got no chemicals, no side effects about them. There's no preservatives, no coloring. It's GMO-free, gluten-free, dairy-free. It's just fantastic. It contains micronutrients. Because our body, what our body needs is the micronutrients that will bridge the gap between what we eat and what our body actually requires. You know, looking after ourselves is serious business. And we have to look after ourselves from inside out. These, I find it very, very cheap. Because when you buy um, 30 different kind of organic fruits and vegetables from the market, you would spend over 30, over 30 pounds, 30 to 60 pounds. And it will only last you for a few days. But with this product, you have it to last you for a long time and you can take it anywhere with you. I love also my omegas. My omegas, they are plant-based omegas. So if you're the type that you don't like fishy smell, please try these plant-based omegas. The plant-based omegas, they are good for cardiovascular health and the skin. As you can see, I'm glowing. <laughs> and then with the, with the premium capsules, we've got the chewables for children. So even some adults have these chewables. You might be out there and might, might think, oh, I don't like capsules. You can try our chewables. They are just fantastic. And with the capsules, you can just open and dissolve in water or milk. It's tasteless. It's just great. Some people sprinkle it over food. And then we've got our lift, our uplifts. I love this uplift. Uh, it's natural caffeine, the uplift. So if you're the type that likes coffee, why don't you swap your coffee for this uplift? It contains yeba mate, guava, mango. It's really, really very good. And um, it helps to keep you alert. It's very, very good. And uh, we've got our um, boosters. I'll just show you the boosters. So this is the booster. This booster is the bomb. I call it the bomb. I use it on my cheat days. I do cheat. <laughs> so I use it on my cheat days. It helps, um, uh, you know, cut my portion sizes. And it also helps speed up my metabolism. And then this is my, I call it my power, my power shakes. My power shakes, I've got the chocolate and the vanilla. And believe you me, guys, these shakes have been a lifesaver for me because it's helped me lose almost three dress sizes, these shakes. So I feel healthy. I feel great in myself. Um, like I said earlier on, you know, loving yourself first and you wanting to look good doesn't mean you shouldn't take care of yourself or, or you don't, you know, some might think that maybe if you try to um, watch your healthy living or you try to live healthier, some people might think it as you being vain, it's not you being vain. It's just you living sensibly. I'll, I'll use that word sensibly. Because God wants us to be in good health and sound mind. And what do we call health? Health is a state, according to WHO, health is a state of physical, psychological, social, emotional well-being, spiritual well-being of an individual. So as much as we, we, we've discussed tonight that self-love first, and as much as we've discussed that, don't compare yourself with others. But at the same time, God wants us to be in good health and sound mind. You know, a good, a good body image for me might be something to another person. It might, be, um, uh, it might not be a good body image for them in terms of like their weight, 
So we are all different. Our physique is different. You just have to know what is best for you, what is designed for you. As long as you feel good and healthy in yourself, that's the most important thing. Personally, I've never been a size zero, Grace. I won't lie to you. I've never been a size zero. But I've always, you know, maintained a healthy weight. And I feel great in myself. After losing almost three dress sizes three years ago, I feel a lot, lot better. I feel healthier, happier because God wants to me. God wants me to be in good health. It's only when I'm in good health that I can be alive to do anything. Thank and I'm loving it. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, uh, you would agree with me that there's a lot that we've learned today when we looked at domestic abuse and body image. I mean, the first primary thing I believe I've, I've taken from here today is I'm responsible for my body image, not anybody. There's a way I think about myself, the way I perceive myself, the way I, I behave. Those are the things that will first of all affect my body image. And I can do things to improve my body image, to improve my self-confidence. I can keep my eyes off social media, keep myself off comparing, speak to myself, speak nicely to myself, speak nicely to my children. Don't tell them they have coconut head, please. <laughs> this is for <what> African parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever entered their brain. Their brain is like baskets. You know, some of those things, we talked about mm -hmm. this on this program, verbal abuse, some of those things that we say to our children keep playing over their heads. And they go out and they meet these people who come from homes that their parents affirm them again and again. I tell you, they, some children, you just see them, they boost with so much confidence. It is work that their parents have done, speaking right to them. And interestingly enough, mm -hmm. next week, we're going to be looking at the other spectrum of life because we're saying now, what can we do um, to help our children. Next week, we're going to be starting a new series. We'll be looking at elder abuse. Uh, and I, I want every one of us to join us because we want to look at the way we are treating some of our elders. Some of us are practically abusing them, not knowing. So it's a good avenue again to come and check out. Just check again. Am I abusing my elders? I'm not talking about using words. There are some things we're doing that we're not doing well. So I, I'd like to invite every one of us to join us again next week. I want to say a big shout out to Lady Great Joy, a big shout out to Duro Jai. I'm sorry that you are not able to hear sometimes. I'll still send you the link. A big shout out to Verbal Abuse. Is still abuse. I'm always, I'm always, Verbal Abuse is still abuse. I'm always going to your post sometimes, snapping some pictures from you and putting on mine and uh, still trying to acknowledge you really. I want to say a big thank you. I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Elizabeth, mm -hmm. Irene, the old timers who are ever familiar. Thank you living in food that's a, a definition of being healthy and being in good health. Thank you, Dr. for joining. Um, I hope I've done this thing, but I'm Ivy too. Thank you for joining. And Yimka with Zach Collections. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining us tonight. Um, this video remains on IGTV. We'd like you to tell your friends that we are here every Thursday evening at 8.30 p.m. Till we come your way again, this is Gracilis from Church Against Domestic saying that God hates abuse. There is no excuse for abuse. And we as a church say no to abuse. Thank you so much, Margaret. It's been lovely. I think we might need to call you back again. So till we come here with again, thank you. Bye, everybody. Let's show Margaret some love as she leaves. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Thank okay, you. thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. We hope you enjoyed and learned bye. from today's bye, session. Everyone. Till we come your way again, remember, God hates abuse. There is no excuse for abuse. The church, which is you and I, say no to domestic abuse.